Let's go check in with Tim McCormick. Like I mentioned, I'll be on the stage with him and Greg Kelser and Mo Pete coming up Thursday night in Mount Pleasant for the NBA uh, draft watch party at Ascend. How you doing, my man? How's everything? I hope you're doing well. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, back at you. What did you do for Father's Day yesterday? I had the greatest day ever. Um, I went and visited my parents after church. We had a nice little brunch. Then I spent about five hours on the lake with my wife and some friends. And then I watched every single shot of Ricky Fowler and group for the U.S. Open. And it was just, it was a great day. I want to ask you something off the Father's Day commentary. In your life golfing, at any age with anybody, what's the highest number anybody's ever put on a golf cart in the foursome you were in? Any course, any level, highest 18-hole number anybody's ever wrote down on a golf cart? Well, 116, and actually that guy, it was his first round ever, and he's now a three handicap. I also was kind of infatuated with the question I wanted to ask Rui Tomjanovic because I had heard that, that he dropped a 135 in his first round ever. He confirmed it. I wasn't there. Um, but that's a, that's a pretty big number. I'm glad I didn't have to play with him because that would be brutal. Well, now, you're a tall guy, so if you got a, a pretty good takeaway and a, a good follow-through, you probably can still hit the ball a mile. Uh, there's a lot of room for air. I mean, I would like to. And and I, I would say that 10 years ago, I was better than I am now. Tim McCormick uh, doing a great job on Valley Sports Detroit when it comes to Pistons, college basketball insider, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. So looking ahead to our NBA draft party on Thursday night in the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soren Eagle. Pistons at five. I was going through some of the draft list today and – I don't. It, this is a solid draft, but in terms of star power, is this one of the weakest you've ever seen? Uh, I am. I, I think it's hard to tell right now. But you've got three guys that look like they're ten to fifteen year starters in the league. I think Scoot Henderson will be a number one pick in most NBA drafts, um, and then you've got some guys with great potential. The Thompson twins um, could be stars someday if they learn how to shoot. It's hard. It's hard to predict stardom on somebody that biggest weakness in their their game is a, a fifteen foot jump shot and beyond. Um, so I would say there are, there are some good players, and there's pretty good depth. There's a lot of wings, threes and fours that that could drop into the second round, and that would greatly help the Pistons because if you're realistic perimeter shooting, wing defense, um, th- those are are all weaknesses of this team. They're also not very creative off the dribble. So uh, the, the Pistons could they could add two key pieces this year. Yeah, what, what do they need? What's the piece between the draft coming up on Thursday night and that first round? And sometimes you get a second round steal like Draymond Green, where I want to talk about him in a moment. But what do they need to make a big jump now that they have Monty Williams? Shooting. Uh, and that's where you, you may... You may say, hey, I've got a pretty good idea. I've been reading about Cam Whitmore. Jairus Walker seems like a really good prospect. But in the workouts, Troy Weaver is going to fall in love with somebody, and it may not be so obvious to us who they are. Um, if, if you need shooting, and this Pistons team does a great deal, uh, Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham are, are phenomenal in so many different ways. 
but they're not shooters. And if you don't have shooting alongside them, nobody's going to leave the paint and they're going to live with the Pistons shooting perimeter jump shots. Um, there, there are some really good shooters out there. I, I think Jordan Hawkins is a guy from UConn that I love. And I, I think he would be a fantastic guy. Jed Howard, somebody can space the court. And none of these guys are going to be there. Um, their answer right away. Um, Taylor Hendricks is a 6'10 kid out of Central Florida. I don't necessarily think power forward is a hugely important position in the NBA, but he's a court spacer and he could help out as well. So I, I would just I would target shooting, and that would be my priority. Tim McCormick from Valley Sports Detroit talking some Pistons NBA draft on Thursday night. And he'll join me on stage with Mo Pete, Greg Kelser. We'll break down the draft 7 p.m. on the Soren Eagle Facebook page. Draft is Thursday night. Uh, you can join us. It's open to the public uh, in Mount Pleasant. Hey, I, it's interesting. I go back and forth for mock drafts and what they're worth, Tim, that some favor Jet Howard over Bufkin. Others will favor Bufkin over Howard. But bo- since the workouts... Uh, their stock, at least from what I take from mock drafts, uh, both have risen dramatically. I agree with that. They're both in the top 20, and I'm not surprised by that. Uh, while I thought it would be better for their long-term development to spend one more year in college, I thought that they would both go. And the reason I say that, every team that they go to visit, they're going to shine. They're both extremely articulate they're 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 able to carry on a conversation. They articulate their thoughts. They have have great shooting range, and and everybody in this positionless game wants players that can shoot. Uh, when they get into their individual workouts, nobody's really playing against anybody else. You're just doing you know one on zero workouts, and and you know as an example, Jet Howard is is maybe the best shooter in the draft, and so. If they have him shoot 103 pointers and he makes 70 of them, then that's pretty darn good. And so somebody's going to say, I need that guy. Um, and I, I relate it to Jordan Poole. Played at Michigan, went around, probably came out a little bit too early, but everybody saw his ability to make deep shots, and, and his stock rose. I look at Dickinson and coveted by Kansas, a team that you know is number one going into next year or this upcoming season. I look at Bufkin and Jet uh, projected top 20, as you said, in most mock drafts. So the question is, why didn't that translate to a better year for Michigan basketball? Great question. Great question. I, I think that chemistry destroyed this team. And, and you know, part of it is it's really hard to coach your son. And um, I, I think that I, I once heard that if you coach your son, he better be the best player on the team or the worst player. Because if he's anywhere in the middle, everybody's always looking at minutes and rotation. I think that had something to do with their problems. Um, they, they had some injury issues. I was surprised that Jet and Kobe did not finish the season. Maybe they knew they were leaving. Um, and I and I also think that offensively, um, having Hunter sitting right in the low post every single possession makes it really challenging for your guards to get to the rim. Um, it, it really takes away a lot of your spacing. And in no way am I saying, gosh, you know, I don't like Hunter Stinson. He's not a good player. He certainly is. But I, I think that, that next year you're going to see Michigan much more wide open, a lot more driving kick, um, inside, outside basketball. And I think they've got the potential to be much better than this year. 
Tim McCormick from Valley Sports Detroit, NBA College Hoops Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Hube Show across Michigan. How is Michigan going to be this year? Because, you know, still searching for a final roster, heavy losses with Dickinson, Bufkin, and Howard gone. What should the Michigan basketball fan expect? So my, my initial thought is bottom five in the Big Ten. Um, but but they they also um, they added Kamwa, which I think will make a big difference. He's probably going to be their best player and top scorer. They they could potentially have four, maybe five guys average double figures, so they'll be more balanced. I, I just I worry about a team put together so late and how the chemistry is and how's the defense and I, I would imagine that Juwan Howard is really going to enjoy coaching this team. They have another scholarship available, possibly two, but I think one available for sure, and I'd love to see them add a wing shooter, um, somebody that could, could replace the perimeter game of Kobe Bufkin and Jet Howard. So so I, I feel a lot better, and I would bump them up in my prediction if they get another wing that can spread the court. Timmy, looking forward to our conversation uh, on stage and pretty good uh, crew there with Greg Kelser, Mo Pete, Herman Moore, and yourself, and I'll be the host. It will be Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Soaring Eagle Facebook page inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub in Mount Pleasant. It's open to the public, uh, food and drink specials, and we'll all watch and preview now the NBA draft together. That will be fun. I look forward to And remember, you're the point guard. You've got a pretty good roster there. Make sure that you spread the ball around and you go inside sometime, okay? I will. We got some, you do. We got a good team there. We got Mo Pete. We got Special K. Herman Moore, great athlete, wide receiver, size. Right? Well, what's Herman? About 6'5? So yep. we got you. You're 6'11? Seven foot. Maybe, okay, well, I'm sorry. Oh, my, my bad. My bad, Timmy. So we got yeah. the seven footer. We got the big man in the middle. We got Mo Pete out on the wing. Can shoot it inside. Can take it to the rack. If you're not pulling a hundred Dickinson and just standing in the paint, uh, you got to you got to move, Timmy. And then we got uh, Special K. Oh, that that's a pretty yeah. good team. You got me just ball hogging, gunning every three I can, and never giving up the rock. Yeah, I'm worried about the point guard position, but I think we'll be okay. I think you're going to call me Jet Huge. That will be my name where I'm just going to shoot. No one else. Buffkin, you're not touching it. Hunter, no, I'm not giving it to you. You know what? Dad's my, dad's my coach. I'm going to shoot 50 times a game. Uh, We're going to sub you out for anybody. Thank you. Yeah, you. Uh, uh, next up, Tim says, any fan can step up and take Bill's spot on the crew. All right, looking forward to it. It'll be fun, man. All right, see you.